Let's dance. It's 104 on a Thursday afternoon with Stephen MacGyver. The 19th of October, 2023. Where has the year gone? It's Afternoons with Staffy. I'm here today and tomorrow, and there's a big triple header in a monster weekend of sport uh, featuring New Zealand's teams. This triple header is the second week of the Pacific Rugby League Championships, and it's a triple header at Eden Park. Game one is at 1.30. It's New Zealand A versus Tonga A. The Kiwi Ferns against Tonga at 3.45. The 6 o'clock game being the Kiwis against Tua Samoa. Uh, to run us through these great games this weekend is 115 game player for the Wigan Warriors and 11 tests for the Cook Islands is Anthony Gilling. Kia orana, my good buddy. Mr MacGyver, kia orana, my friend. How uh, are we? I'm good. Well, am I as well as you? Congratulations on the arrival of your first son, Ali. Oh, thank you very much, mate. Is he sleeping through yet? <laughs> yeah, it's the last three nights. Absolute oh. legend. So so suddenly you know what life's about now, right? It's normal. Yeah. I'm coming back to life, mate. The battery's back on 100% charge when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I ran the battery down in my car last night. Let's not talk about that. Uh, congratulations, mate. Let's talk about uh, the Kiwis uh, ferns against Tonga. This Kiwi fern side just beaten by the Jillaroos, but... Gee, gee, they look good. It's you have to start by saying one name, Meli Hufanga. Yeah, you know what? She's the one. Everyone was talking about her before the game, and they're talking about her after the game too. She's 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 definitely one to watch, man. And I, there was big question marks. I know there was big question marks um, about her kind of her attrition going to that next level, that international level. You know how the speed and stuff like that's gonna how she's gonna handle it. And you know, I think there was maybe late late in the first half. Um, you know, she got beaten on her inside shoulder. Um, there was a try there on that left edge. But apart from that, six tackle breaks. I think she ran for over 170 metres or something like that. You know, between her and Shanice Parker, her, uh, her buddy in the centres there, they were they were they were the go for it for the Kiwi Ferns. Now, what do you make of Tyler Nathan Wong? You know, uh, Black Fern now Kiwi Fern, and someone remarked to me today. That looks like she'd been playing rugby league all her life. Yeah, she looked great. She, she looked great off the bench last week. You can see that she just needs um, a little bit more attacking opportunity because you could see little sparks when she touched the ball last week. And I think, um, you know, she's done something right because she's got the start this week for, um, mm. for starters. But, uh, yeah, she's definitely doing something right there and it'll be, it'll be great to see how she goes this, this week. Now, you and I are involved with the Auckland Rugby League and we've been doing Wednesday Night League and a lot of these women went or were playing, you know, ARL and Wednesday Night League until the NRLW season came across and many would say they'd be out of their depth. My word, they are certainly not out of their depth, are they? Nah, not at all, man. And you look at some of the players like, I can't wait to see uh, Lavinia Dalaliku, you know, we watched her all season and, you know, she ended up picking up ARL Women's Player of the Year. But she's, she is my favourite women's player to watch. You know, I think the, the couple games that we did pull for her, uh, she scored four games and, uh, sorry, four tries in one game, four tries in the next game, and then finished with a double. She's, yeah, she's exciting, man. What do you think and is she'll the... be on the wing. She's on the wing for Tonga. What, so, yeah. what do you think is the secret to women's rugby league at the moment going forward and also producing such strong performances? Yeah, I don't know what the secret is, but, you know, it's, it's very clear that it's just exponentially growing. Like, the, the standard is growing each year. Um, you know, and what we saw last week is no different. Like, we had nine debutants um, there for New Zealand last week, and not one of them looked out of place. You know, they all look like they're, you know, they're ready to go. So, it's, it's, I think it's definitely they're coming through some better systems now. Uh, you know, when they get to this level, this international level, 
um, yeah, it's good to go, man. So well, well, we we, we we get treated every Wednesday night with the Auckland Rugby League competition, and and uh, I got to say that the standard of footy. Uh, got better as the season went on. Don't know what it was. Maybe it was just the regular footy, but and people love it. And 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 the guys at the, and the Fox level and those levels better be mindful because there's a lot of chatter about the women's game. Yeah, for sure. You know, there's some clubs where the women's team stole the spotlight. You know, you look at um, my beloved Howard Corners. You know, it was the girls that stole the spotlight. <laughs> That's because yeah. they won. They won the championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it is like you said. Like we are treated to watch his um, watch his girls playing at our own, you know, week in week out. And then when it does get to this international stage, you know, we're familiar with who these girls are. We know who to look out for. Um, it definitely adds some context to these to these uh, international battles that we see. Okay, let's talk about that's a three forty five game. That's after the NZA uh, Tonga A game. But we'll, let's talk about the you know understandably the 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 main game, which is the. Kiwis against Tor Samoa in Game 2. If we just go back to Week 1, remind ourselves that Samoa were beaten by Australia 38-12. And so they came on off the back of one. But it'll be the Kiwis' first match. So this is uh, something to look forward to. Uh, let's just take a look at the lineups And you give me your read, first of all, on the Kiwis. So Klockstad, Mulitalo, uh, Tomoko, Manu, Asako, Brown and Hughes in the halves. Fisher-Harris for Amanu Brown, Moses Liotta, Isaiah Papali'i, Britton Nikora, Joseph Tapane. The bench is Foran, Solomona, that's a Sofa Solomona, Griffin Neem and Leo Thompson. There are are four debutants in that side, which are Matthew Tomoko and Fa'amuna Brown both starting, and Neem and Leo Thompson coming off the bench. When you look at sides that you have seen named, where do you see the strength in this particular Kiwi starting team? Ooh, I'd like to say it's the front rowers. You know, definitely the front rowers. I know the election was last week, but if you would ask the country, you know, <laughs> who's the best props in the game, you know, they're going to look at Penrith for sure. Fisher-Harris yep. and Leota there, that combination. Yeah. I think that's where our, I think that's where the punch is, but you also look at our back five. That's unreal back five, man. So much athleticism. I'm in, um, I'm in an Epsom at the moment, actually. I just came from uh, Dallin's house, Dallin Watsini-Zelizniak. What an absolute legend he is, by the way. He just donated a signed shirt and some boots for a, uh, an auction for a great cause. Um, tomorrow afternoon, and he's on holiday. He didn't have to do that, so Dallin, you're an absolute legend, mate. But, um, you know, he's he's Dallian winner, winner of the year. He's not there. Um, also, Sean Johnson, he's not there. You know, Dallian halfback of the year. But I think with these international games, uh, you know, Sean Johnson's been so good this year, orchestrating these big, like, really nice finishing plays um, that we've seen the Warriors put on this year. But when it comes to these international battles, that's not the tries that we're going to see. You know, these international games, it is much more of the tough stuff. You know, much more of the kind of reactive stuff, you know, little offloads and, you know, it comes down to athleticism and you look at, uh, you know, Jerome Hughes and Dylan Byrne especially, you know, that's the kind of tries he's been scoring for Parramatta this year. So, uh, yeah, the, the back five, that's, that's exciting for the Kiwis. Yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to be interest, uh, interesting, is it, because we were talking about this before. They've got Stephen Crichton and Dejan Arce in the halves. Is that the weakest part of their game? There, because you know we know the the back looks right. You've got uh, this young kid Faalongo, who who was a, a standout, even though in, in a losing game against the Australians. Taulangi, Tango, Seve, To'o, and then Crichton and Arsi in the halves. Then you've got Uto Komanu in the front row. Uh, the young manly reserve hooker Jordan Chankam Tong at nine. Junior Paulo. Then you've got Lua, Luciano Lelua, Le Lemu Elo, and then uh, Keenan Palacia. 
And then off the bench, you've got Spencer Liniu, Terrell May, Halem Luki, and Justin Matamua. It's it's a solid side, man. Yeah, for sure. And they that's a team last week, too. They had a few debutantes in there. You know, it's a, it's a team that looks a little bit different to what they came with the uh, came with at the World Cup last year. But I think, uh, you know, Stephen Crichton, for sure, 100% is going to be one of your most dangerous offensive weapons. So having him in the halves in that distribution role, you almost wish there was a trick play where he could pass to himself, <laughs> you know, because he is, he is the weapon out there. But, uh, yeah, I just... I think he's a little bit wasted in the sixth jersey, but, you know, if they are struggling in the halves, um, yeah, I don't know, bit of a bit of a coach's decision, but, you know, you, you do have Ronald Volkman there as well. Um, you know, he'll be coming off the bench, and he, he, he can go anywhere. I've got to say, you bring Greg, Greg Marju off the bench, where do you put him? Where do you put Greg Marju, who had that great game for the, that what is that, three tries when it mattered for the Newcastle Knights yeah. in the final season? I mean, where are you going to put him? Do you, I don't well, I don't know where you put him, but I know that you put the ball in his hands. Doesn't matter where he is, because similar, very similar. To, um, Actually, I I, I got to apologise because he's he's a reserve. I got to apologise. I was looking at two different things. He's not even not even in the, in, in the interchange bench. But I I'm that's pro- I probably mentioned that uh, Anthony because I'm surprised he's not there even on the bench. Yeah, well, I think it's, it speaks to the depth of talent um, that's out there. You know, it's. Um, both teams stacked. Uh, a lot of players that, you know, usually this time of year might be injured, um, especially after a long season, you know, look at some of those, uh, the Penrith boys and stuff like that. But, you know, they're all there, man. They're all ready to go. Why do you think Karen Foran's there? I think experience. Yeah? Yeah. I think, I think you know, the Kiwis have, you know, they are kind of entering a new chapter. But I think it's important to have some experience to kind of hold on to, um you know, uh, a progressive culture with the Kiwis. Mm-hmm. It's simple yeah. as that, because, you know, I mean, look, do you, do you see him as a hooker backup? Uh, he, I think he could I think he, he could go hooker backup. He's another one that, you know, like I said, in these international games, it comes down to who's going to do the tough stuff, and he is a tough man. You know, how many seasons he's played in the NRL, um, you know, he's come through injuries, he's, he's won competitions, he's been part of some real special teams, but international, uh, you know, look at the numbers in the Kiwis, just the amount of games he's played. You know, he's, he's a player that's built for the international stage. A couple of things I want to talk to you about. Uh, what's going on with Cook Islands Rugby League? 46-10 against the Com- oh. Com- oh, whoa, wow. Is that like, don't ask me, don't ask me? I thought we were going to talk about Eden Park, mate. What's, uh, what's going on there this weekend? But... <laughs> no, you, no, you can't shy away from your, your home country, mate. What's, what's, what's the deal? No, where, no, where, is it just lack of talent? Oh, mate, you know what happens. The best cookies get stolen by all the other countries, mate. Everybody knows that. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that the way you just passed and so I'm not even going to talk about it? Have you actually had any thoughts of getting involved with, seriously, getting involved with Cook Island Rugby League? Yeah, 100%. I, w- I wanted to play. I was very close to going over and playing again um, this time around. Uh, you know, but you know, having a new baby and stuff like that is... Well, you, could, you can still run around. Kids. How old are you now? I'm 33, so I was still at the World Cup last year. Oh, your baby. Still got my boots at home somewhere. Oh. I've got a bit of dust on them. But Listen to you. Listen. You are so <laughs> full of it. Oh, let's let's just uh, look at something else that is is taking. I mean, I don't think Tony. I think Tony Kemp has uh, come out on this radio station said sack Michael Maguire if he's going to uh, be the New South Wales coach. I, both are part time jobs. Uh, where do you stand on this one? 
Yeah, I think they're both part-time jobs. There's no way that New South Wales could take up all your time, and, and neither could the Kiwis. You know, he's, if anything, it's going to keep him in rugby league more. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, if he's, if he's comfortable to do both, and I'm sure that's a conversation they would have had. Um, you know, I don't, I don't see any problem with it. Yeah, I, I mean, if you had a, if you had a busier international schedule, if it was as busy as rugby union, then you could understand that argument, couldn't you? Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, what you don't want is a coach that's just focused on two games or three games a year, and you know, and he spends his whole season sitting in the ivory tower, drawing up this, you know, just kind of ruminating and overthinking things, which I think you saw with uh, maybe Brad Fittler and the New South Wales team mm. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That's my my take on it anyway. Well, okay. So you've so you it's a definite yes to Michael Maguire if he's offered the New South Wales job and he sticks with the Kiwis in the World Cup. Yes. That's a yes for yeah, you. Yeah, both. Okay. 100%. Yeah. All, right. All right, then. Uh, who wins this weekend? Uh, New Zealand A against Tongare. Ooh, I want to go New Zealand A. Uh, you're going to pick... The, you're going to pick based. The, based on? Based on the young lads from the New South Wales Cup Warriors team. They missed out on that New South Wales Cup final. Um, very unlucky. I thought they had what it takes to go all the way. Um, you know, I think there's six or seven of them that have been named in that mm. team. So already they've got that... Uh, that camaraderie, that bit of chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think okay. I think that's uh, Kiwis all day there. Kiwi ferns all over Tonga. Yeah, hundred percent. And you are and now. I okay. Score last week. All right. So okay. So this one, Kiwis against Tour Samoa. Big big difference. Twelve plus. Thirteen plus. What? Uh, depends. Depends how Samoa goes. So the start that they had last week, you know, they got hit with four early tries from Australia. So their debutants look very rattled. They then settled into the game. So I think going into this, they'll have a better start. So I don't think we'll see the score blow out early, but um, I do see the Kiwis, um, you know, three tries comfortably. Three tries. All right. And you're all set for a 2024 Wednesday night league? 100%, mate. <laughs> That's Wednesday what... night, best Biggest day of the week. <laughs> Biggest day of the week. It will be indeed. All right, my friend. Uh, congratulations once again to you and your lovely wife on the arrival of Ali and that you're now getting some sleep. And uh, uh, the best of luck, man. Take care. I appreciate it, Steve. You have a great day. Yeah, he called me Steve. He called me Steve. 118. Uh, that's Anthony Gelling, former Wigan Warrior. He should know better.